Capricorn friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Capricorn April 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Capricorn is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other cat placement that you're watching for or listening for. This is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Capricorn placement, so we'll say like 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign or birthdays around January 15th or so through the rest of the sign, then I suggest you additionally listen to my Aquarius report because your very late degree friends will benefit from both the CAP and the Aquarius reports. Wow, do we have a crazy month. We've got eclipses, um, the eclipse cycle starting, including a new Aries Libra eclipse cycle launching into our experience with a black moon solar eclipse. We've got a ton of Aries energy. We'll talk about what that means for you and what all of this means for you. We also have a drastically different energetic in the early part of the month compared to as the month goes on. So I'll let you know how you can align with the natural rhythms of the universe so that you're flowing with the tides and not against them. And I'm going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly this month because, you know, I'm an optimist and I'm always looking to see how even the challenged placements, how we can make the most of those and how they can turn out into our favor. Um, but there are definitely some things that we have to know about uh, as Capricorn placements. And I have multiple Capricorn placements myself, so this report is for me as well. And so I'm going to tell you everything that I think is important to know. Okay, so the first thing to know is that this trend of having a ton of Aries energy in the planets throughout the sky is continuing in April. We had this going on in March. Um, we do have more sweet aspects compared to salty ones this month, which is always fun. Um, but we do have a lot of intensity, especially for Capricorn placements, because we have the Sun, Chiron, Jupiter, star goddesses, Astraea, Vesta, and Eris, plus Mercury for a little longer, all in Aries, plus that black moon solar eclipse in Aries, starting that new eclipse cycle that comes starts from now and goes through 2025. So all of that is in a 90 degree angle to our Capricorn placements, which means the pressure is on this month. Now, fortunately for Caps, we're no stranger to pressure, we're no stranger to responsibility, and we're no stranger to thriving um, under circumstances where things need our attention. So all of that we have going for us, and we do have to know that there are going to be a lot of things that need our attention at this time. So I'm, for myself, I'm honoring what I'm going to recommend to you, which is try to schedule yourself light. You know, if there are things you absolutely have to do, or if you're intuitively guided or an opportunity presents for you to do something, then of course, schedule it. But everything else, try to keep as much static out of your schedule, because there's going to be so much that comes up that's going to need your attention. It could come up suddenly, and you're going to wish that you had more time to just be with um, and take care of the things that come up. And a lot of this is going to be centered around your physical wellness, your particular, um, you know, your health and your physical body and your home and family. All right. So all of the Aries energy focuses on the physical body. It focuses on our, even our, um, our, what we show the world, you know, our image and, and those kind of things, all of those things are coming front and center. And it can mean a lot of recognition or even limelight, you know, um, things coming in for us. But since it's a harsh angle, it means either if those things are positive, which they totally can be, it's going to be a lot of work. Um, or it could mean that certain things are under duress that need support. 
Now, the second thing that's going to be highlighted, and this is specifically for Capricorn, is home and family and housing and real estate. All right. So besides all those planets I listed before in Aries, oh yeah, and then also the eclipse, I did list that. All of that is occurring in your home and family and real estate um, and housing sector. So expect a lot of lines of energy around those particular um, things. So if you need to spruce up your house or do repairs, um, this is a great time to do that. If you are on crunch time preparing for hurricane season, like I am, like many people will be in that month, um, they could take the energy there. But there's something that something and not just one thing that's going to be showing up in the home the home sector. So I'm calling the theme of this month for Capricorns, um, eclipse drama hits home. And that is absolutely true. And the vast majority of people with Capricorn placements are going to find that they have a massive amount of drama in the house. Now, if you know my work, then you know, I'm not an alarmist. I'm not a pessimist. And if I'm talking about something like big that we really need to know about, it's so that we're prepared. Um, and that it doesn't blindside us when it comes, okay? Because I, I know Capricorn people like to be prepared. I like to be prepared. And, um, you know, I'm not telling you this to make you nervous. I'm telling you this so that you know that if something's brewing in those areas, you know, very likely those things are going to start to come to a head. Now, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know, sometimes these pressure points are just something really great, awesome, new that happens. Um, or something old that gets taken care of. And it just, like I said, is like a lot of work or it takes a lot of focus or it just, you know, it's difficult in some way. But that doesn't mean that it can't be a great thing. But it does mean it's probably going to be highly emotional and very dramatic. Now, hopefully there'll be some good drama hitting home. You know, there could be the birth of a child. There could be, you know, advancements in relationships. There could be um, moves and purchases and sales of homes. Um, and if you're trying to do those things, then, you know, look to this time as a strong possibility of, of increasing that likelihood for you. But either way, people are going to need you and your um, attention in your family, or if you have tenants. And also if you have a home-based business, this could mean that your home-based business needs attention, which again, could be a great thing. You could have more customers and be busy and that could be the pressure point. So, you know, any of these things where this pressure angle is coming through can totally be something positive, but it's definitely going to have that energy of, you know, the pressure that makes a diamond, you know, diamonds are made from massive amounts of pressure. And so the diamonds that you're going to be shining and polishing up in your house of your your image and your physical health and your home and your relationships and your family, those diamonds can get nice and polished, but it is going to be through this pressure. The Aries energies also bring massive impetus and motivation and inspiration. So a lot of this can just be very positive. Maybe there have been things in these arenas that you've been wanting to make headway on, and now you have lots of energy to do it. So um, if you have to do something new or make big decisions and you need more clarity and being able to see into the future a little bit further, a few step further steps ahead, that time in March and up through um, that window that ends April 7th, um, you know, that's when we're going to have the most clarity combined with the most impetus. Um, throughout the month, the Aries energies will still give us this impetus and this zest, but it's going to start turning inward and backward as the retrograde energies come back through. So when planets are moving direct, it's all about launches and the future and, um, you know, like I said, doing things that you want to be in place for a long time. 
long-term strategies. Then as we move throughout April, from April 7th through April 21st, Mercury goes into its pre-retrograde shadow transit. Then April 21st through May 15th, it's actually in retrograde. And then May 15th through May 30th, it's in the post-transit retrograde shadow period. Okay, so the full cycle of this energy that is moving us away from being direct and forward moving and into being reflective. April is a time after the first week, basically, where we want to just deal with things as they come or deal with the things that are right in front of us. So like, instead of trying to get a bunch of stuff going out out there, out there, whatever that means, it's a time to get a bunch of stuff worked out either inside of you internally or, you know, within your family or home space. You'll notice as April progresses that things that were sure and set may start to get called into question. Appliances and other devices and transportation means may start to go haywire and need repairs or replacing. And um, plans and mis- plans will likely change and miscommunication will likely abound. Okay, so uh, if you know this ahead of time, then when it starts happening, then you just kind of know, okay, you want to recheck your communication before you send it. Um, don't let that impulsive Aries energy make you send out some correspondence that you then later regret, you know, double check to see that your voice to text didn't convert a normal word into the F word. I don't know if you have this happen to you a lot, but I know that I've (laughs) not always caught when at the last minute, um, voice to text has converted a word that is not sound anything like an adult word, um, into an adult word, um, in a place where maybe it's not the most appropriate. So those kind of things are going to be more likely April 7th and after. And, um, you know, so this, it's, it's kind of crazy for me to be saying, like, try to slow down um, because the Aries energy is going to want to speed you up. Uh, but yeah, just, just definitely look out for quick, reckless, impulsive energies, which again, Capricorn energies, unless you have something else in your chart that brings this, you know, that's not how we usually are. Um, but these energies can make us that way. All right. So just be extra careful with your communication and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about, you know, and maybe plans you make during this time will still happen. But a lot of times they get called into question where up until the end, you're not sure if it's going to work out. And then all of a sudden, maybe it does. Um, yeah. So April 7th and after is definitely a time to only see not more than a step ahead of you to be where you're at, to make room for last minute magic, which is my favorite um, manifestation of the retrograde and time to clear up piles of stuff that have accumulated through the big launch period and time to go back over things, edit them and, you know, clean them up and, um, again, polish things, polish things up. That's definitely a theme for this month. Now, coupled with this Aries energy, we also have a bunch of Taurus energy. We've got star goddess, Juno, we have transiting North Node, Mercury will get there, Um, the sun will get there, Uranus is a long-term transit, Venus is moving there. We've got, um, yeah, all of that Taurus grounded energy that's going to make the most beautiful aspect in all of astrology, the trine, it's a 120 degree angle. Um, So basically whenever planets moving through the same elements, they make that angle. 
Okay, so anything for you, anything moving through Virgo or anything moving through Taurus will make a trine with your Capricorn placement. So when those transits occur, you just get lots of kisses, you know, and this can be hard work that you've put into your um, children or your creative babies or like a bucket list project, which by the way, could totally come to pass at this time. Um, But it's the kind of thing where it's more likely that a last minute plan, like all of a sudden somebody calls and invites you to the very place you've always wanted to go, and then you go and it's amazing, that may turn out to be easier and more in the flow than you trying to schedule something for that time. Um, you know, But you have to follow your own intuition and your own flow. We can only see certain of the things that are affecting you personally when we look at these astrological charts. So you always have to tune in for your, uh, your best guidance. So as those Taurus energies are moving along, they bring a lot of discipline and focus and a lot of energy of cleaning things up. You know, this is definitely a time for Capricorns to clean things up from prior um, prior escapades or prior spending or investments, you know, de- clearing up, dealing with taxes, um, just kind of like the daily mundane things, r- repairs, um, to the home or other places, those kind of things are very, very well um, done at this time. And also creative efforts. If you're writing a book or if you have some other artistic expression, all these Taurus energies can help those to manifest and gel into reality. Now, before we leave the, the discussion of Aries placements completely, I want to talk about this eclipse. Okay. So the eclipse is the beginning of a cycle of initiation that um, is starting with the Aries Libra eclipse cycle that starts now and goes through 2025. If you want to have some insights into some of the themes, they're basically what I call me slash we or me versus we themes because it's yourself and other people. It's the individual versus the the couple or the individual versus the partnership or you versus relationships with other people, whether they're business, romantic or other. So there are storylines that are at play here from now through 2025, shuffling around energy in these um in these departments. And where it's like April 19th to 20th, depending on your time zone, this new moon, black moon, solar eclipse at 29 degrees of Aries opens up this cycle of initiation and this new eclipse cycle in a very big way. So a black moon is when we have a second new moon, either in a zodiac sign or a calendar month. So, um, and 29 degrees is the pinnacle of any energy. So it's like, we've got this new beginning with the solar um, eclipse energy, but we've got this culmination um, and could be ending as well with the 29 degree energy. So it's this this interesting closing and opening that's occurring. So for insights into the, the types of themes you might see, think back to the end of 2013 through early 2016. And then further back even to early 2004 through early 2006. That's the period, those are the periods of time most recently that these eclipse cycles or this eclipse cycle um, was in play. So if you kind of look look for the ways that your me versus we sectors got shuffled around very sometimes dramatically um, in in those time frames, and then you'll see that those types of um, themes will likely come up. Now, a common question I get is, oh, Annie, something terrible happened at that time. Please tell me it's not going to happen again. Well, of course, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but what I can tell you is that 
There were unique astrological um, factors at play in the previous eclipse cycles that are not happening now. So, you know, we're not reproducing the exact complete set of astrological factors that occurred then. So it doesn't necessarily mean that, that, you know, if something bad happened then, that something bad will happen now. It's just more of, you know, looking at those themes of me versus we, and you can get some insights by looking at that time. In general, eclipse time is a time where we say goodbye to things and we say hello to other things. There are dramatic endings and brilliant new beginnings. So as we're starting this new cycle, um, we do, we are, we entered eclipse season, you know, really at the beginning of March because four to six weeks before the actual eclipse is when things really start getting heated up. So in March, you very likely would have seen the things brewing about the news and the way these things might manifest. You probably will have started to get some inclination of the types of things that will be coming up. Now, we also have an eclipse May 5th, 14 degrees of Scorpio. It's a lunar eclipse. I'll talk about that one more in the May report. But for now, I just want to remind you that it's there and let you know that we are in the eclipse, um, the heat of the eclipse season for that one as well. So big changes to the me, we sector through your stuff versus other people's stuff, other people's money versus your money, you know, your self-sufficiency versus your shared powers and connections. Um, those storylines are very vibrantly coming up and very possibly dramatically coming up now as well. Um, and you'll be feeling that this month, uh, even though the eclipse is not until May. And we then after this eclipse cycle, we have another one six months from now towards the end of the year. That will be the final Taurus Scorpio eclipse. Um, and then we'll be done with that cycle. So things are starting to wrap up along some lines that have been opened up over the time from the end of 2021 through the end of 2023. Okay, so let's talk about Mars. Mars was in Gemini for a very long time. It's unusual for Mars to be in a, a, a sign so long, but it, we had a retrograde cycle for Mars. So from August of 2022 through March of 2023, Mars was in Gemini. Now for Capricorns, this was not an especially easy transit, and it was long, because it made an awkward angle for us. So a lot of indecision, vacillation, going back and forth, lack of clarity, all things that Capricorns in general do not love. Um, you know, we like to be decisive. We like to be clear. We like to take action that is productive and, you know, forward moving. Um, and the, the Gemini energies were not that. So in that way, it is a relief that just recently in recent weeks, Mars has finally switched out of Gemini. Now, it's kind of like we're out of the frying pan into the fire. If you've read The Hobbit, um, it's one of my favorite chapter titles in any book ever. Um, and it's quite literal in the book. But anyway, so, you know, we're, we're moving from just kind of the awkwardness and indecision from Mars being in the vacillating Gemini energies to now Mars is in opposition to our placements, okay? So as it moves through Cancer, we've spent a couple months with Mars opposing your placement, which can pull you more of this me-we sector. Nobody in the Zodiac is getting out of this very strong focus on your individual stuff versus stuff with other people. It's kind of a human lesson. We're always kind of in that, right? But from the Zodiac perspective, this is very active through the eclipse cycles for everybody, um, but this Mars transit is going to bring this on board more for Capricorns. So this is a time for Capricorns to get on board with collaborating with other people to make things easier for you both and to synergize. 
It might mean that you're really getting involved in a project with somebody else that can work out really well. It might be a family member that cancer energy could bring, you know, home family, it could be a home business, it could be your partner, um, you know, your romantic partner or something, anybody, maybe somebody that you knew can come in in a different context. But it looks like, you know, this obsessive energy of Mars, and it is obsessive, is going towards home and family, which we've already seen come up a lot from the Aries placements in the eclipse. Um, And then you've got it coming from Mars being, you know, in the sign of cancer that rules the fourth house. So, yeah. So more of that there and major, major, major relationship focus. Sometimes this can bring conflicts within relationships, arguments, disagreements, um, and you might need some help to try to, to get that balance. And it also could mean that your partner or some other people need you, but the opposition also means that you need you. So, you know, this is a, a classic battle that all the Capricorn people that I know go through when we're, um, you know, being responsible for so many other people and things. Um, and then we have to, you know, make time for ourselves. So, trying to carve out some time to address some things, um, some things that you might have ignored with your health or your personal something for yourself might be getting really loud and might require attention because when it was whispering before, you didn't answer it, okay? So that could happen too. Okay, so I'm going to give you some dates of note with some you know notable aspects. Now, I do a write-up of my top favorite awesome aspects, my, you know, ones to watch that could be a little dicey, and my neutral aspect list of things that could go either way, plus my sweet and salty dates. Salty meaning difficult aspects, sweet meaning sweet ones. And like I said, we do have more sweet aspects this month than salty ones, which is a nice blessing in the midst of this intensity. Um, And you may feel like you have your fingers stuck in an electric socket for months at a time, insomnia, stress, foreboding, you know, um, just the not knowing, feeling that the changes are coming and not knowing what they are, that is definitely going to be um, happening this month. But we do have a lot, a lot of sweet aspects. And I'm going to give you a few dates to note, but if you want the complete list delivered into your inbox one month early, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter and you'll get that um, summary and all the archives um, so that you can see all of the goodies that I send to you each month to help you make the most of the starry possibilities. And that link is also in the notes underneath the podcast or video. All right. So the days around April 3rd, we've got Mercury square Pluto, difficult news, power struggles, just kind of look out for that. Somebody being unyielding. We've got in the days around April 5th, a full moon in Libra. Um, You know, this can bring more relationship stuff to a head, drama, completion, fruition, something going on there. April 7th is that open window that um, that we've had for a while with the planets being direct. That's closing. And if you want to see um, the retrograde direct story for the rest of the year, basically retrograde planets are when the planets appear to be going backwards in space from our perspective on Earth. And it has implications. Um, and the direct time is when they look like they're moving forward in their track in the sky. So this is one of my areas of expertise. So if you want the calendar for the whole rest of the year to kind of know what you're getting into if you've got to do some planning and what times are best for what, then go to AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie, the letter B, Astrology.com, to join my exclusive content uh, forum and or portal, and then you can get access to my retrograde and direct calendar for all of 2023. 
One of my favorite aspects of the month is on April 11th or the days around there, the sun and Jupiter get together in Aries. Now, in general, I love this for good luck and benevolence. You know, like I said before, we do have to watch out because these energies are squaring our Capricorn energies. So as lucky and benevolent as they can be, they can also be points of stress for Capis. Um, but hopefully the connection can bring some softness or some benevolence to whatever other challenges may be happening for us. Okay, April 21st, we've got Mercury going into retrograde through May 15th. Um, and then look out in the days around April 27th, Mars and Cancer is going to square Chiron and Aries. This can be some bumps to your self-esteem. Something happening where someone in your family, unless so much family stuff is happening right now, it's crazy. Um, you know, it says something or hurts you or makes you doubt yourself or something goes on with your family or housing that makes you not sure of your direction or what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and then we end off the month with a beautiful aspect with again, Mars and cancer, but this time a nice angle with the planet of surprises, Uranus. So hopefully any, um, ouchies that come up from the April 27th aspect can be smoothed over, um, with landing on the, uh, this sweet aspect at the end of the month. And since that is with, um, earth and water, then anyone with earth and water close to 18 degrees will get that extra kiss for that um, Mars-Uranus yummy aspect in the days around April 29th. So that's basically, we'll say 13 degrees through 23 degrees, the closer to 18 degrees, the more you get the kiss. And for Cappies, that's going to be like January 13 or January 3rd to January 13th, the closer to around January 7th or 8th, the more you get that kiss. Make sure to take advantage of all the free goodies I make for you each month by going to AnnieHelpsYou.com where you can see the lists of um, my blog sites and my school. If you want to have a free course in wellness or unleashing your money magnet, go to my school, LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E Life.com. At that same site, you can see more offerings, including my Astrology Basics course and my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. You think I put a lot of energy and focus and um, assistance into my free offerings? You should see what I put into my paid offerings. So my course is um, a very surprisingly affording, affordably priced way to convert your love of the stars into earning money by doing astrology. So you can see that at loomlife.com, or you can go directly to beastropro.com, beastropro.com. I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye.